Welcome to the first episode of Auto What of 2016. Yeah. My name is Amon Bashir. That there was Rob Attrell. And silent in the corner is Keegan On. Our guest today is a returning guest from episode six. Oh, Sorry? yes. Episode six. Brian Lee's with us. How you doing, Brian? Pretty good, thanks. How are you guys? Good, good. Doing thanks good. for coming back. So, so what episode is this again? 86, right? 86. Yeah. So this, this marks 80 episodes later. 80 weeks. 80 weeks. Every week. Both. Even. Haven't missed a week. That's it. Congrats, guys. Yeah. This is great. Well, thanks. thanks. Well, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so, because if you had a terrible time the last time, you, in theory, wouldn't have come back. Oh, unless, no, no. Unless you wanted to have a second go at it. Oh, second. Oh, man. <laughs> I keep listening to that first recording, and man, I want to say everything again. Why did BL come back? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, we're going to call you BL. Sure, yeah, episode, go for it. that's what we do. Anyway. We're very efficient now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, but first, uh, why don't we talk a bit about the beer? What are we drinking? We Rob. are drinking an, a pretty creative-looking, cool beer. The, this beer's website is a little weird in that it doesn't have a scroll bar. Uh, but it is called creative Stranger... Even. It's, it's, <laughs> it's called Collective Arts Brewing is the brewery company. The beer is called Stranger Than Fiction. This is a porter. It's described as a full-bodied porter with plenty of roast flavor uh, and hints of molasses and chocolate and some pale ale malts. What do you guys think? It's hearty. It's, I'm a that's I'm a big I'm fan of coffee. If um, you guys don't know this, I'm a huge fan of coffee. So the the darker bitter taste, I don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. It has like substance. Yep. I feel I don't really taste the molasses necessarily, but I, I feel it almost. You know, like it's a heavier beer. It's almost like viscous, but it's not. It just it viscous. has that feel of, yeah, yeah. of something that's viscous. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Rob? It it's definitely got a lot of flavor. I love. I like that we're getting more into these flavors like strong flavors of beer but like keegan mentioned keegan hates hops mm-hmm. he didn't mention it maybe this week but he, he always not. mentions it surprisingly and someone does someone you know you. you mentioned in the previous episode either a beer is too hoppy or not hoppy enough right. like that's the only like gauge <laughs> hoppiness yeah. but yeah. this one it, it's low on hops but it's strong on flavor and so everyone can enjoy it like it's a good winter beer yeah. with lots of flavor unless you're one of those weirdos who likes hops yeah like i do you know people who are really into hops like they're yeah, like BL. You're yeah, I yeah. I like <laughs> I like hops, but mm-hmm. this one when you drink it down, it's like a warm hug right. it in is. your stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But BL, are you saying you seek out like extra hoppy beers? Like it's almost like a spicy thing, right? Like people look, yeah, they're spice hunters. Ke- Keegan looked straight at me when he's like, "Yeah, people like spice. People like like spicy curry <laughs> stuff, right? Like you, Amon, yeah. you're, you're a spice hunter. I think it was just neat how the IPA came about, right? So yeah, there's yeah, a story yeah. behind it too. I'm sure you guys are aware. You know, we never actually talked about it on the podcast. I though, think right? we, we, I think we probably talked about it. But, but, well, you guys know, right? So the whole idea is that uh, the, when the English were trying to look for India for the spice. Uh, the spice path, or what do you call it? The spice spiced rum. Uh, the no, spice no, no. run, is it called? Anyway, they're looking for India, and so they needed some beer that would last their whole journey. Mm-hmm. And what hops does is it acts as a preservative of sorts. And so when they brewed this particular beer for their journey to India, they put a whole bunch of hops in this particular brew, right. and it gained some sort of, um, I guess legendary status because that's what the englishmen yeah. drank the sailors drank when they went to india hmm. yeah. and yeah. now yeah now it's india pale ale and and it's brewed not only not only brewed with hops but then it's kind of also just sat in hops for a while too not that's, not even cooked yeah. that's right yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's good stuff tasty now now that i think about it we might have heard the story before and it might have been from bl 
Okay, so I don't think I, so. I didn't Deja go back vu? and listen to Deja six, vu. But, uh, anyway, Sorry, what? That's all right. We'll try to get a fan to go back and then overlay the two stories. Yeah, and see, we'll see if they, they sync up. up perfectly. Yeah, exactly. That'd be crazy. That would no. be crazy. It's not going to happen. It'd but. be unnecessary. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> maybe in our spare time. We, we've had lots of people fact-checking us recently, and so maybe maybe someone will. We've had a surprising amount of that. <laughs> yeah. So so can we hear a little bit more about this fact-checking? Maybe to just sure. uh, give the audience a little bit of background. What are they fact-checking? Well, well Keegan, exactly. why don't you talk about Ottawa News? Well, Ottawa News is uh, it's kind of an offshoot of the podcast where we write satirical news articles. Uh Pretty much exactly the onion, but just very localized. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. Ottawa onion. There exactly. People Be- have Beaverton for said. Canadians. The Beaverton. It's a go. localized Beaverton. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, so we post stories that are, sometimes they're very obviously fake. Yeah. Other times they're, it's a bit more ambiguous. Uh, and uh, we had a more ambiguous one recently that was posted. And uh, <laughs> it... it it uh, elicited a very like, visceral reaction in people. Yeah, pa- passionate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very polarizing. Yes. So some people really appreciate the the satire. Mm-hmm. I think I think it, and Rob and I were speaking uh, about this what a couple or last week I guess. But we we were talking about how when somebody might share an article or something, and maybe they realize later that they were they were duped. Yeah. yeah, as it were. Yeah. It's almost like a sense of... I'm not sure if it's a sense of embarrassment or something. Yeah, but, but I think some people, so. Those yeah. are the people that seem to get the angry. For sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I anyway. think a, another part of the problem is that we're we're very much a, a skimming culture now, you know? We just have so much to read mm-hmm. and you're a gigantic yeah. Facebook feed that, you know, you don't have time to actually read everything that you see. Yeah. But it's very easy to... Uh, to comment on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> so this this article in question was uh, was one about finding uh, underneath the LRT tunnel a, a, a complete subway system that existed that everybody forgot. They went from Rockland to Carp was the main <laughs> yeah. sort of exaggeration of this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. So anyway, it, it was interesting. It's it's still going, I guess. Eh? Yeah, uh, it's still know. going strong. Yeah, yeah that's it. it's kind of terrifying, it, actually. It, it's cool because there's this whole angle of whether or not. That, I mean, obviously, you guys didn't intend for that negative mm-hmm. visceral reaction, but certainly it's drawing people to the website. So I'm wondering yeah. if it yeah, yeah. Ref- is reflected in your statistics. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny because we talked about this before, but the, the the problem that people had with it, the people that did have a problem, was that. It wasn't so much that we wrote it and that it wasn't true. It was that they were claiming that we had heard about a thing that happened in Los Angeles, a similar story that was real, and that we had been we'd stolen that idea of a true thing and made it our own. Right. But in reality, it just so happened that the image that we used was from that subway system in Los Angeles, and it, so it was the it was the reverse of what everyone thought it was. Right. And really, that was just a convenient image that we found when you look up abandoned subway. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, which yeah. which brings back down to, to Keegan's point, where you can skim the title, you mm, can see yeah. the picture, and you, and pretty much come to the conclusion, okay, this is probably what the article says, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you're fooled. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. But anyway, no, it, uh, it's interesting. No, the the one that I really liked and it was yeah. very memorable yeah. was the one about them building an escape room uh, in the yes. parking lot of <laughs> oh, yeah. Bayshore Mall. Oh, yeah. Bayshore, set Bayshore? Uh, Bayshore. Bayshore Shopping. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That was, I really love that one. Yeah, and you know, yeah. that was good because, or it was almost an easy target because everyone hates that parking yeah. structure so yeah. much that... Yeah. 
you say anything about it and people would like it but that was a that was a popular one but everyone and people got on board with that people were like making secondary jokes oh, yeah, too, yeah, being yeah, like oh yeah i got stuck there for an hour yeah, <laughs> yeah, we exactly. need to find other universally hated things yes <laughs> or well, I, I, things. I, and yeah. i was thinking the lrt is one of them exactly right? yeah, and, yeah. and i guess people's lack of faith in 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 like yeah. municipal services or public servants right <laughs> but, but anyway that being said all that being said yeah. You can stop sending us a link to any article oh, yeah. because we already know uh, we've seen it and we are happy. We're, we're happy that you have found done that research, but yeah. it's not necessary to send it to us. Mm-hmm. That's true. Or if you're interested in writing for us, this is what we do. So you email if, us. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. So, so if someone wants to write for you, how can they contact you? Uh, mail at ottawatpodcast.com is the way to do it. Pretty good. Yeah. But yeah where, where do you get your news from? Where do I get my news from? Yeah. Um, man, it's a very interesting question because the sort of uh, traditional means of doing so, like reading a newspaper, I mean, I honestly haven't touched a newspaper in a long, long time. Um, mm. I don't really read the – what do you get on the – is it called the Metro or whatever? The, the Metro, uh, yeah. Yeah, Metro. I don't really read the Metro. Yeah. Usually it's just news feed articles, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. things I see on CBC, maybe Twitter. Uh, links that people post yeah right yeah. it's kind of bizarre a mishmash of social media with yeah. like actual newsworthy things right. that are trending yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. interesting i so one thing that i've been thinking about so in this condo building i noticed that every you know if if i'm up let's say leaving the building in the morning on a weekend there are some people with a newspaper outside their door and that's something that that you know i don't think about anymore but that whole idea of on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning having that giant newspaper and just sort of catching up on everything. And a hot cup of coffee, yeah. right? Mm. I, that's, that's really appealing to me. I, I think I want to get into that. But I have a stack of like Centertown. I think it's called the Centertown Buzz or something. Oh, so, so we're talking retro. Uh, My mom wants to go back. I want to be nostalgic. <laughs> I want to bring it back. And with the sh- straight, what is it called? The straight razor. Straight razor. Which Keegan's using now. Put on yeah. your vinyl, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. read no, your newspaper. Well, what else? So you're going to take the... I don't know. I'm trying to throw in another one. <laughs> I can't very, tell if you're calling me old timey or yeah. a hipster. Right? Yeah, it's, or maybe it's the same thing. Both I think a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, no. So you want the paper? Is that the part that's important to you, or just having the news every morning? Well, I, I think I'm more likely to read all different kinds of articles if I have the paper. If I have a physical copy. If I have something electronically, I'm just going to skip things that I might initially find boring mm. <laughs> and move on. Mm. But I feel like I'm not as well rounded because of it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I, you can only. Yeah. Well, it's easier to choose the things that you want to see, but sometimes yep. in a newspaper you're not forced to, but you're offered these other right. interesting articles about other things. Yeah. yeah, like like I go to Google News, for example, and yeah, I'll skim through the world and Canada and whatever, but I go right down to sports. Yeah. <laughs> really, I do the same, but yeah. I go down to health. Oh, oh. Rob, you much go more technology. Culture. I don't do Google News. I do I have a bunch of RSS feeds and twitter like twitter for me <laughs> still it's, technology <laughs> it's so much better it's so much better using twitter than it is using a traditional newspaper because you can see mm-hmm. headlines from the citizen you can see like new york times That's you can see point. all the publications you want but also you're, you're not waiting every 24 hours yep. live feed yeah. and for free yeah so why why would you you know go back to the paper where it's like limited mm-hmm. yeah but also Some, the sometimes fact I, that just I hate want, paper i want my hands to be black oh i want my hands to not be black okay that's offensive, I've heard. So speaking of health, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, uh, I know we touched on this in the past podcast, but, but 
let's get a, a brief rundown of who you are as a person. You work for Health Canada right now. You're well, in a band. You, you do a bunch a of things. complicated so, story. Oh, sorry, public health public agency health, now. Yeah. But Which is yeah, a part of Health Canada. Health. Yeah. Federal health department. So, sure. So give, give the listeners who might not have caught episode six, give the listeners an idea of who BL is, Brian Lee is. BL is a musician, yep. a guitarist, yep. uh, someone that works for the public service as a program evaluator. Yep. Uh, BL is quite caring, uh, oh. very friendly. Uh, Damien it's says a I'm. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Damien says I'm uh, sentimental sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I hopefully I get to translate yeah. some of that into helping others or you know writing songs and that kind of thing. I yeah. hope I hope you guys know you know feel that too. Well, of you know? course, that caring mm-hmm. that's important to me. I don't think <laughs> that came through at number six. So no, okay, yeah, no. you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> And I talk too fast. BL talks too fast. Oh, yeah. well, I'm going to mindfully slow down because okay. oh, I've okay. noticed mm-hmm. I talk too fast. Interesting. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. it makes for good radio, though. Yeah. I feel that when we have slow talkers on the... Not that we've had slow talkers, but <laughs> when we have people who don't speak as quickly as other people, it doesn't make for a great uh, No, and it doesn't. But also, if audio. you're speaking way too fast like this, then sometimes <laughs> no. some people have a really difficult time catching up That's with true. what you That saying. is also bad. Yeah. yeah. So Everything in moderation. To... <laughs> That's right. That's a lesson here. Yeah. We can put a message. That's a good end lesson. Podcast yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 That's the end. <laughs> so uh, speak to, speak about your band. So Sons of Pluto is your band. Uh, a, a band that you're a part oh, of. Oh, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> a band that you're Yoko Ono over Sorry, here. Damien. Sorry, Christina. I did not pay him for this <laughs> to say that. <laughs> He's handing me a bill right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speak about Sons of Pluto. Back when you uh, were on the podcast last, yeah, you were doing some shows here and there, but you have bigger projects. You've done a lot of things over the past year. So since then, we got into the pin game uh, and we, yeah. we were selling pins. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, learning about that and gaining some revenue that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did uh, the t-shirts too. Oh, and the Teespring apparel. campaign. Yeah. Yes, we did. So we blew our goal out of the water, which was fantastic. And um, some of the t-shirts went... Uh, went ahead and got shipped to Hong Kong, different parts of the states, mm-hmm. different provinces in Canada. So that was sort of a success story for us. And so all of this um, effort has accumulated into enough funds, right, to do this EP. So we're going to Dean Watson at Gallery Studios in the Glebe, and we're going to do that early February. So thanks very much, Dean. That's yeah. that's exciting. That's a big deal. So And that was one of the first goals of the band, right? Well, how do we get something almost like a trophy? <laughs> like a ta- yeah, a tangible thing to reflect yeah. the hard work that's gone into the band and maintaining it for the last four or five years. Right. Um, that said, we took a kind of a roundabout path where we try to buy our own recording equipment and this and that being the other thing. Yeah. So now we landed. We landed here, and we're, I'm really proud to say that we're going to actually have an EP this time. Yeah. Mm. Because if you look at our Facebook or Facebook, Facebook or YouTube page, we've hinted at this for years, yeah. and it's never happened yeah. for one thing or the other. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's gonna happen for real. Uh, awesome. Touchwood, if yeah. you hear that, that's a wooden table. Yeah, you got like a, a month until scheduled recording. <laughs> that's date, right. So yeah. That's, yeah. And how many songs are you, are you guys doing? So it'll be three full band songs for right. sure. And if we can fit one more in, it'll be an acoustic one, just live right. off the floor. Right, because it's a long. It takes a long time. I know. People don't uh, necessarily know. I didn't know that it took so long. But how long does an average song take to record? So we're in there for two days, a Saturday and a Sunday, uh, for three full songs. So what Mm -hmm. we anticipate is maybe the first day we do all the tracks off the floor, which means we play live as a four-piece. 
and then eventually we'll add layers on top of that afterwards in the studio, one layer at a time. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is a very meticulous process. Yeah, it is, but it'll help us enhance that experience for the listeners. Hopefully, at mm-hmm. the end of the ex- um, recording process. Yeah, and sorry, yeah, what kind of music is this? People, people may not know what genre you guys play. You know, I always flip the question back to you guys <laughs> because I have a really difficult time defining what we play. My, mm-hmm. my default answer is alt rock. Okay, uh, I, I, I say like indie rock. Honestly, though, because it's just it's it, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a bit of folk in it. It's got rock. It's got soul. Yeah, There's lots of soul. Yeah. 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 I think my last answer on the podcast was like soul infused or yeah. in, in, infused uh, like rock rhythm, something like that. Mm-hmm. We really can fact check this, right? We can go back, Rob. Yeah, for later. sure. Yeah. We're yeah. going to fact check so all your answers. No, we can't go Soul back. <laughs> injected rock rhythms. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a medical process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very delicate. Yeah. Very delicate. So outside of the band, you you have other musical endeavors as well. Yes. So, oh. so as of the end of November, I was very um, surprised to find out that I was actually, in fact, invited to co-host an open mic at Quinn's, which is uh, 1070 Bank Street every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign-ups are at 8.30, 9 o'clock start time for an open mic. Right. Yep. Right beside the Mayfair, correct? That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Owned by Ashton Brewery. Or yes. the, the, the owners of Ashton Brewery. That's right, exactly. And uh, Sorry? <laughs> no. uh, so, yes, I've been asked to, to play an open mic there or host an open mic there with my friend Turk. And both me and him uh, aren't super-duper uh, experienced with doing that. So we decided that it would be a good chance to just round ourselves out as musicians and as hosts um, to do that. So I've been doing that since then, and it's going to continue indefinitely to uh, help them relaunch it because uh, a number of years ago, it was um, a big thing that they had. Mm -hmm. Quinn's in particular. At Quinn's, yeah. Open mic at Quinn's, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I I remember probably a couple of years ago, it was... I'm not sure if it was the first time, but it was the first well, first time for you. But it was the first time for the band Sons of Pluto to actually go to an open mic and 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 give her a shot, or as, at least yourself and and our, our friend Damien, one of the other members of the yeah. band. So yeah, so, so I think it was um, at some point in 2011 or 2012, yeah. where me, Damien, Christina, and Eric at the time mm. all went down to the Royal Oak in the Glebe, which is now the Pines and Quartz, and we did a couple songs and right. to good reception you know yeah. sometimes you gotta yeah. take your show from the living room or from your bedroom to the outside to see how it fares so right so right. now obviously they're they're you get nervous people get nervous when they do an open mic for oh absolutely yeah yeah now you've done it you've done open mics several times over the years and now you're running a show what's mm-hmm. it like being on the other end Honestly, if there's a new song that I learned only a couple hours ago, I'm still going to be nervous. And to this day, I don't think that's something that's going to ever go away unless I'm really well practiced with Mm. a particular set. Um, But it's really rewarding to be on the other side because you know that you're supporting a community and you're creating an environment where people – well, I hope uh, through doing this, you're creating this – environment where people who are maybe a little bit shy or lack the experience can go up and gain some experience and then get that rush as i do when i'm performing right so mm-hmm. it, it's well, something i want to give back to the community in my own sort sure. of way yeah and you're, you're also bringing on people who are in the same position as you were years ago that's right 
is it is it just you you put up a sign and see who wants to show up, or do you try to really encourage certain types of people? To- so it depends. If people who I know I'm a little closer with, I'd actually sit down with them prior to the open mic and practice once through with them. Cool. Um, Sarah and Sal, who whose video is actually up now on um, on the open mic Facebook page. So if oh, you cool. yeah. If you take oh, a look right. at yeah, that. So that. she did Cups by Anna Kendrick. Kendrick yes, yeah. Anna Kendrick. And so now with that being done and behind her, she's able to use this video to find other guitarists to jam with going forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I like to think that I helped to provide the environment and the support for her to do so. And that's really rewarding for me. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That's awesome. Um, and on the flip side, if you're out there displaying and showcasing what you know, yep. it's also very validating for people to come up after to tell you, hey, you know what? You're pretty good. And uh, I got some of that, and it is really yeah. nice. <laughs> and uh, I know these guys, these three always support me, but sometimes when it comes from a stranger, it's that much oh, more yeah, impactful. Sure. Of course, yeah. 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 Going to have to hit you on the head with a brick or something to knock out your memory uh, and give you a chance to compliment you in, like, in a new way. <laughs> That's a really kind thing of you. Yeah, to thank say. you, man. Super <laughs> kind. But please warn me before you do so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and with that, let's uh, move to a segment. <laughs> Classic Ottawa. What's that, Keegan? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where we go over the news of the week and put a fun little spin on it sometimes. Oh, so whimsical. Some people say fun. Other people say untruthful. We will see. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) Lies. Uh, City Councilor Peter Hume says Ottawa's Ottawa's expectations for snow removal are too high. These things take time, Mr. Hume said in an interview. To be fair... How could the city have prepared? It's not like the massive snowfall was predicted a week in advance. Oh, that was <laughs> half a joke. <laughs> I didn't set up that uh, we had a, a big record snowfall. Or not they, record. They know. If, there was a massive snowfall last week. Yeah. When you explain it, we're joking. It's if, worse, if people don't know, go outside, people, because it's all over the place. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I loved it at that. That's our catchphrase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, poor joke structure. Sorry about that. All right, this next one's a, oh a gem. Oh, my God. <laughs> Firefighters responded to four separate residential fires on Monday night. The department blames the rising cost of Ottawa Hydro for the incidents, as some citizens now see arson as a viable way to heat their homes. <laughs> and uh, this joke was accidentally topical because yeah. I think the new rates just went into effect or something. Mm-hmm. you guys see anything about yeah, that? That's right, yeah. yeah. The, mm-hmm. It's also topical because... Your old building, Amon, the one you used to live in, was one of the, the ones where there was a Whoa. fire over the past week. What are you suggesting? <laughs> well, I mean, you're gone now. So <laughs> okay, it's it's you. It's second. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would have been insane. Yeah. That, that would have sucked, obviously. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Drivers in Ontario must now remain stopped at crosswalks until pedestrians have completely finished crossing, according to a new law that came into place January 1st. While the law is expected to make school crossing safer, Drivers at intersections near retirement homes can expect an average wait time of 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're slow old people. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Craig Buckley, the owner of Kettleman's Bagels, received complaints on Facebook for making his employees work on Christmas. In response, Mr. Buckley welcomed them to change his sign from 365 days 
to 364 days. Interesting. <laughs> um, but it, did you guys see his actual post? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was it was well mm-hmm. it was well stated. Yeah, it b- basically said you know not everyone celebrates Christmas. Not everybody's and, Christian. Nobody's forced to work on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so and and there were also quotes. I don't know if it, no, it wasn't there, but in in a news article, there was quote. There were quotes from employees who actually worked on Christmas Day, right. and they're like, "We love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. Time and a yeah. half, and they're not doing anything anyway. Right? Yeah, it must and be everyone who pretty... comes in is super happy because it's Christmas, and, yeah. and they're you open. Know, yeah, <laughs> why not get a bagel on Christmas Day? I don't. True. Yeah, yeah, let's sure. do it. Yep. Um, BL, you, your family is out in Vancouver. That's right. And so what did you do over the holidays? Honestly, man, with mm-hmm. all the things that are going on, you know, on a week-to-week basis, I just took the time to sleep. Oh, um, yeah. I hung out with a whole bunch of people. Actually, Shay, one of the previous guests, he hosted some stuff, and I hosted some stuff, had some friends over. We just kind of hung out super low-key. Uh, the city was quite quiet, so we just kind of took mm-hmm. it easy. Yeah, nice. you guys can go out, find anything happening. No, but for um, the countdown in the New Year's, uh, in the New Year's, in at New Year's, <laughs> yeah. uh, we went to Spark Street. So oh, that cool. was kind of interesting. Um, cool. Lots of slush, so that wasn't very pleasant. Uh, a couple of rock bands played and this uh, maple leaf, leaf drop. And I was expecting something that was dangling, you know, like right, uh, yeah, New yeah. York City. Yeah. But what it was was a, was a scissor lift, right? This platform where this maple leaf that was lit up oh, sat on. No. Oh, no. So that's funny. 15 to 10 seconds left, uh, it just slowly went. It's just kind of lowered. That's the best. Right? I mean, that's I so guess good. it's lowering. It's just, it's not the uh, same. It's not a drop. That's so yeah. funny. Okay. So if you're listening, Spark Street BIA, yeah. great job. Yeah. And I'll give you some um, credit because you did isolate part of Spark Street and you launched, okay. Fireworks from oh, Spark Street. I heard that. That, that was cool. Yeah. The drop, eh, you might want to rework yeah. that. You what can is- see the scissor lift? Yeah, you can see the scissor uh, lift. They put a curtain up yeah. or something. No, yeah, exactly. no, it was you saw the mechanics. You saw the guy that was in the vest beside it pressing uh, the button. Oh, no, you saw <laughs> Don't wear a vest. You saw and the then, mechanic. And then the uh, countdown clock was projected from another building onto another, like, uh, okay. to the building across, which is fine. <laughs> so everything except the scissor lift and the slush, it was fine. Sure. Was, Were there a lot good. of people? Yeah, because it was super warm that day. Okay, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. That's cool. I I, uh, I ran into a colleague today, uh, so somebody I hadn't seen yesterday at work. Uh, so today being Tuesday, we uh, uh, yeah, so we were walking in some lunch or something, and she, uh, she says something like, "How was your New Year's?" And I was like, "Oh, it was good. I, I saw you," which is completely untrue. And she's like, "Really? <laughs> you want the fireworks?" And I'm like, "No. Now I know what you did for New Year's. Though, so that's good." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm going to do this more often." <laughs> so is that to avoid telling your own story? <laughs> yeah, just kind of. <laughs> Yikes. For the record, I was at Rob's house. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Yep. Uh, yeah, anyway. There was that. So I did hear about the fireworks, and, and mm-hmm. I thought that was... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think you were allowed to do that in the middle of the city. But, well, hey, uh, yeah. props to Spark Street BIA. Let's do it. Thank do God it again. Done. Legally yeah. or otherwise? I've, well, you got to have to ask them. I have no idea. We'll have them on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, it's good. Stay tuned for next week. Number episode <laughs> uh, 87. Next, no, not next week. You know what would make a good episode is... If we had a Spark Street double episode where we had the, the guy who used to run the business association, yeah, and now mm. the new people, because the the old guy, like the former person, ha, he runs a Putin Fest at 
City Hall now. Right, yeah. And new person still continues with... Some bad blood, apparently, yeah. in the Spark Street Some Business bad Association. Uh, a, la, a la Taylor Swift. Exactly. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, so another thing that you're working on, mm-hmm. or and now I'm not sure if it's not finalized yet, but you're working... Uh, to do some some level of pro bono work in terms of that's right. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll let you talk. About so it. yeah, maybe we'll take it maybe two or three steps back so people understand why this is the case. Okay. Um, as a result of some of the happenings in 2012, including the budget cuts and drop and things like this, me and other fellow colleagues have noticed that there has been sort of a freeze on on, on movement on on jobs, mm-hmm. and and especially in evaluation, it was kind of frozen. So we observed this over a number of years, and there was just no development opportunities um, available that were. Um, that would align to our interests. So we decided to create our own opportunity. And uh, originally we had this idea where we would take three or four months off me and my other colleague uh, and go to say Afghanistan and provide uh, our evaluation services to something that was more internationally based. But before being, before doing that, we were thinking maybe we should get our teeth cut locally first and see how that's like. And so we decided to launch a pro bono evaluation service, uh, starting with a pilot project and one NGO was kind enough to let us try this out with them. And the NGO's name is Publish What You Pay. And they're part of an international coalition that uh, lobbies governments around the world to force, not force, but to uh, um, mandate that their companies that are in the extractive field, so think um, natural resources extraction, particularly mm-hmm. from third countries, to publish what they pay the local governments. Okay. In doing so, their idea was that local governments can then use this information to make sure that they're not exploited. And so in Canada, um, as of, I think, last November, yeah, so 2015 winter, or uh, uh, November 2015, this actually passed. So the next step they want us to do is to construct a way for them to determine how people use this information, whether or not it's actually useful mm-hmm. and things like this to track and monitor the progress of their uh, organization. Hmm. That's very That's cool. awesome. So what stage are you in, in terms of getting this off the ground? So currently we are working on the plan and yeah. in to phase to, to to present the phases that we anticipate for the completion of this project. So first, we'll have to do some research on the kind of uh, areas that this uh, coalition works in. Uh, then you have to develop some indicators and a matrix and so on and so forth, so that when we reach step five or six, we have all the pieces that we need to build this monitoring framework okay. for yeah. publish what you pay. Not bad. That's really neat. And do you get to travel? As part of this? No, what? we don't. Ah. Yeah, we're doing this pro bono. If we had to travel, we I, yeah, oh, I don't right. think there's arrangements for that. Yeah, but sure. uh, you never know what this will lead to. And the yeah, whole yeah. thing with anything that we mentioned here, including this podcast. So if you're listening, it, you know, we often try to look at the end goal for something. And, you know, you really just got to take it one step at a time, one podcast at a time mm. yeah. for a musician, one song at a time yeah. and see where you go. You never know when you're where you'll land. Yeah, so I'm very hopeful that this will lead to something bigger and better on the horizon that's great awesome keegan you have another game right i do i'm so excited for this all right i I think this is becoming almost like a new segment where i just come up with a a game yeah and i'm almost 
like for sure gonna hate it. I yeah, love these part of the games. fun though. All right, today's game, <laughs> as I told you guys before, I just told them the title. The, the game is called Where Do We Go From Here? Keegan, for the listeners, has assumed some kind of kneeling posture on a on a chair. He's, yeah. very, he's, he's very, very excited. Yeah, I'm he's very like erect. a lion, uh, poised to yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go with poised. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this game's called Where Do We Go From Here? How we're gonna play is I'm going to name two audible locations and then each person uh one at a time i think i'll give each person a new double location two locations okay so we'll start with bl so bl i'll give you two locations you have to tell me your mode of transport and then tell me the optimal route that you would take between those two places using said mode of transport exactly yeah. Does this it have in, to be? This is intriguing. Does it have to All be right. a mode of transport we have at our disposal? No. Just okay. what do you think okay. the optimal would be, or oh, what, the optimal, or, or what you want to do, preferred, yeah. preferred or optimal? Cheap cheapness also being a uh, that's true. Yeah. Pro- and you know, if you don't want to park, mm, maybe yeah, we'll take right. the bus yeah. instead. So I can explain a little bit. Or exactly. if it's like late at night and you want to drink, that's yeah, another, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, BL. We'll start. We'll start off kind of easy. We'll go House of Targ okay. to Carlton University. Uh, is it winter? Yes, it is winter. <laughs> oh, uh, Uber. Uber, okay. And now tell me the route. Uh, d- uh, to to Carlton? Yeah, house, from House of Targ. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't you just go down Bank and meet Sunnyside and then turn? Okay, so Bank to Sunnyside. And then there's yeah. a... Oh, I, I would recognize it when I'm there. Uh, Bronson. And then to yeah. Bronson? Yeah. And you keep going? Yeah. Well, it depends where in Carleton. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's say Carleton University. Because I don't know Carleton University that well. Right. You know where the soccer turf is. Yeah. We'll go there. The athletic center. Yeah. yeah so you just continue. And once I'm there, I'll, I can direct you. But I right. don't know the street. That's great. <laughs> is that good? So, All right. Yeah. So now I'll give you a rating out of three stars. Out of three? That was a three-star door-to-door uh, description. BL, you have three stars. Hmm. Are we keeping like points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of. Cool. Keep track of your own points. Okay. Amon's turn. I'm on. Your destinations are. <laughs> Let's go. Saint Laurent Center. Two. Um, the McDonald's on Rideau. Oh, I would take the. Well, mode of transport first. Okay. Are <clears throat> uh, you in there? I, I'm. This is, this is kind of a trick question because okay. of the LRT construction. But assuming the 95 still hits Saint Laurent, it does. Okay. It does. Okay. I would, In this reality, yes, it does. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would take the the OC Transpo 95 Ooh. from there to Mackenzie King. Walk through the Rideau Center, depending Whoa. on the time of day. Oh yeah. Get down, cross the street, go to McDonald's. Because it's winter. Very nice. Very Mom with the ninja. Route. Wow. Right. Did you get down and move it all around though? I always do. I'm I'm a Backstreet Boy. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Rob. Rob Cern. Wait, what's my rating? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's all. That's got to be three stars as well. I'll because take, I should you, hope so. We'll uh, take it. I love... Uh, a, a big part of transport for me is not actually having to plan out a route. Like, yeah. I like to walk it if I can. Wait so, like, the Rito Is Center. this all for you? Yeah. I need, <laughs> yeah I've got places to be next week. <laughs> all right. All right, Rob. Your route is Momfort Hospital. Mm-hmm. Momfort, am I saying that right? Yeah. I said Momfort to a French person Don't recently. Mom. And uh, <laughs> like they did not Montreal, like but Momfort. Momfort. Yeah. That hospital to Tunney's Pasture. Wow. That is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm going to opt for simplicity okay. over uh, trying to worry about, you know, which one's the most efficient. I, I, I'm going to stick to public transit Excellent. because that'll speed up the route. And Tunney's Pasture is not, it's not straightforward to get to on the highway from. It's true. That's kind of far. Uh, from or and neither is my my I live right near Montfort Hospital, so this mm-hmm. is I'm thinking of my own home when I start. Uh, so I, I think I would take the number five or possibly even the number seven, whichever is coming first. A really, if I'm route. leaving the hospital because okay. they're right, if they both stop right in front of there. And uh, so I would take that bus to Saint Laurent because that's where they both go. Mm-hmm. And then oh. I from Saint Laurent I would just take the ninety five or the ninety whatever ones go there i use transit I, I would also recommend you go download the transit app and uh because that'll just tell you what buses go where and, and where we take wow extra hint from rob and then rob you could just C. take transport yeah you, so you take any any bus that comes <laughs> and that that continues on to tony's pasture very down good there that is the correct answer for another three stars mm. all right so <laughs> how do we, we break, how do we break this deadlock? We have a three-way tie so now we need to do a tiebreaker round can I self-sabotage? Oh, no. What? No. You cannot. I'll know if you do, and I'll give you a full point. Uh, so this tiebreaker round that I have obviously prepared for, because I knew is all intentional, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you two locations, and then the first person to buzz in. Oh, no. Here's what we'll do. I'll give you two locations, oh my God, and now so you have to assume we're driving. Mm-hmm. But we're going to, mm-hmm. ma- it's like uh, making a story one word at a time. You give directions one step at a time. And whoever says the wrong direction is out, is eliminated. And the, it's the last man standing. Okay, so we're going from Canada Centrum to, uh, let's go to 972 Meadowlands Drive East. That's whoa! That's, that's a random specific. address. Yeah. That's so <laughs> random. Okay, well, all right. So, BL, start from Canada Centrum. Start. Wait, what's the mode of transportation? Uh, driving. driving. It is driving. Yeah, so okay. it's like it's kind of like we're a GPS mach- machine. Yeah. All right, okay. BL. So what's the first step? Start. Okay, start. Uh, that's the first one. <laughs> one. Okay, mom. That's pretty good. Uh, can I just say get on the four seventeen? No, is it's that... one word at a time, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's it's one direction at a time. So one full thing. Oh, but you said I was a GPS. Okay. Sorry, but you said hit the start button. That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, so Amon says get on 417. Rob. Get on the 417 which direction? Oh, sorry. Uh, 417 east. Amon's eliminated. What? For Rob's... Uh... <laughs> I, I was right. <laughs> no, Rob, Rob chastised you, so you're out. <laughs> oh, yes. God. All right, Rob, you get to take over from, from Amon. Uh, I would say continue and merge on the 417 when it combines with that other road. So uh, it's confusing, but just stay on it. That's, that's pretty good, thing. but a GPS machine a GPS, wouldn't say. My GPS did say I that. I would say. So you're eliminated. What? BL, you're the winner by uh, saying start. <laughs> I actually don't know the uh, And that is how we play. Opera. Where do we go from here? That's fantastic. <laughs> Man, I love it when our guests win. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. That's, uh, that was my little test to, just to make sure that no one from Ottawa can possibly, no one from not Ottawa can possibly listen to this. Because that would be, I think even if you're from Ottawa, that's unbearable to listen to. Yeah. But especially if you're not from Ottawa. I'm, I'm glad you realized that because I went on for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was Completely to think unnecessary. Of a... <laughs> for, for, for the listeners, I really hope you fast forwarded it through that. Uh, but maybe, Rather than stopped listening. Uh, okay, BL, how many people <laughs> listening 
do you think have oh, to no. know how to go from Saint Laurent to McDonald's on Ritos? That's different. Have that to, or how or many people are going to make that trip yeah. every day? Yeah, every Ottawa? day. Man, I have no idea. <laughs> in a, but in you, a random day, yeah. How many people? I actually people don't know. Yeah. I think that's a really good question, man. To the McDonald's. Directly, specifically, specifically, yeah, from Sailor, they live near Sailor Hall Center, yeah. so they walk over there to start their journey, and they have to go to that Rito I, I, because I think, that's where their gang hangs out. I've I've hated every one of your games. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know if I can answer your question, Keegan. But it's a it's yeah. a it's a thought like a thought exercise, right? Three. If you have a guess, email us. Oh my god, no, mail at ottawapodcast I'm not, not going to let him know. <laughs> if you guess close to it, you will win. Uh, uh, brew donkey coaster. Yeah, listeners, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I apologize. I love Keegan's games so much. <laughs> They're so bad, mostly because of how much they annoy you, Amon. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's good enough. pattern. Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, we talked about this again. I keep saying this, but we talked about this in in, in episode six. But uh, is you're that Star not- Wars episode six? Oh, though? Oh, like, you're not oh, the Jedi. <laughs> well, no. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you weren't born in Canada. No, you're born in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. That's right. right. So how long have you been in Hong Kong? Hong Kong. That's right. Hong I just introduced uh, you that's how you say Cantonese. that's how you say uh, Hong Kong in Cantonese. I'm gonna have to bleep all of that out now. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if it's offensive. Yes. We don't have a translator. <laughs> yeah, was, get know, a translator. Was, uh, you can actually, yeah, get a translator. Just double check that. Uh, yeah, sounds yeah. good. Sure, but uh, yeah, so you grew up in Hong Kong. That's right. Uh, how, how long did you spend there again? So zero to four. Uh, and okay. then from 15 to 18. Right. So 15 to 18, obviously, so you, you, you clearly remember. Uh, zero to four, you might not. Yeah. But can you compare and contrast uh, uh, your life there? Not necessarily the cities, but just sort of I what it was like. I think we covered that I know, I know. Six. Oh, so you're for the, refre- exactly. the refresher. Yeah, very okay. briefly. Yeah. Um, Hong Kong is a very crowded city. Um, I always explain it to people who haven't been. It's a lot like uh, uh, Chinese New York. Yeah. Mm. Because there's lots of people, skyscrapers, uh, except it's in a subtropical climate. So think humidity, think uh, typhoons, but with really, really good food. Mm-hmm. Um, people who, who grew up there generally speak English as well because it was a British colony for right. uh, a number of years. Right. Uh, transportation is awesome. You can get anywhere with either a ta- taxi or public transportation. Right. Um, but as of late, there's been sort of a, a shifting sort of cultural and political uh, landscape. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think yeah, that's sufficient. Perfect. So now coming to or living in Ottawa, and I know you've lived in Vancouver, you've lived mm. in Kingston, but, but living in Ottawa, how do you find it in terms of um, sort of – doing things or, or or having activities or types of food that are sort of in line with sort of the culture you kind of grew up with or, or at least experience over there. You know, honestly, if you if you go everywhere searching for something that isn't like so for me, if you ask if you if I apply it to myself, if I went everywhere with the expectation or the want or desire for things that are from Hong Kong exactly the same way, yeah. well Damn, you're gonna have a bad time. Of course. Yeah, right, so yeah. people who move from Toronto say 
you know, for the first little while, I don't have this thing or the other. Not even Toronto, somewhere else. And they're looking for that same thing that they had before. Well, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to find it here. So, you know, you just have to kind of roll with the punches and find what's good here, you know. And um, maybe the transition from Hong Kong to Toronto is a little bit smoother with food, with Chinese food. And there's a big Chinese population over there, so maybe easier that way. Um, we still have dim sum here, which is better than yeah. Kingston when I lived there. So that's good. Okay. There's sushi here. That's close-ish, but you know, it's not Hong Kong. But, sure, sure. Yeah. Some sure. things I can find here. Yeah. yeah. What about like community type events? Community type events. You what, know, what, what's the culture? Honestly, I was talking to another uh, uh, Chinese Canadian friend of mine, and you know. I articulated sort of the the observation that I very well may be the last in my lineage to be born um, from the same spot, like from Hong Kong, right? Right. So I carry a lot of that. I personally think it's a responsibility, you know, to keep on with the language and the culture. So I feel like these events that I try to throw on for people that are interested um, keeps that alive. So I don't really reach out to the community. I sort of... I guess the culture is within me, so I share it broadly. You know, when it's the year of the monkey, I try to send everyone their like fortunes and explain how that works. You know, sure. if it's the you know winter solstice thing, I try to explain that and maybe host something. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting. I think I've taken a personal sort of uh, spin on it rather than going to seek out like Chinese New Year parades because I you know went the one year and it was sort of. Lackluster, sorry, yeah, Chinatown yeah. BIA, but mm-hmm. if you're going there to expect that same sort of energy as you did in Hong Kong, well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. At least not yet. Hey, no, no, I get that. Interesting. Cool. Um, one last thing that uh, I know you're interested in is astrology. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things is that when, when we're hanging out, the one thing you definitely know about everybody in the room is is birthdays, and then you look at compatibilities between different signs, whatever, and like whatever, it, it's just something. But but what got you into astrology? Just you know, I don't know if you can tell this, and every time I tell this story, people are often very very surprised. Um, when I was growing up in Burnaby in a very very large public school. Um, I was rather shy and introverted, and a lot of people c- couldn't see that about me. But I was, and I thought, what method or solution can I have in trying to break the ice and connect with people? Well, what I observed was people love talking about themselves. So one mm-hmm. way was to try to study each of the 12 and figure out what personalities are like, and that would be a way to break the ice. And sort of, mm-hmm. I carried that with me kind of across time, and I found, generally speaking, people are – um, sort of uh, friendly enough to entertain you for a little while, and, but I have seen the you know off time where they're like, "Oh, astrology! Oh, that's just fake. How can you know uh-huh. stars determine your personality?" Blah blah blah. But really, it's just a way to break the ice. Yeah, I get that. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Compatibility wise, it's something with the uh, element that your signs are in. But anyways, yeah. Point being, it was just a way to connect with people and build that uh, instant sort of connection. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, sure. you can learn their name. Right then, you learn their birthday, and it's an excuse—not excuse, but it's another way to celebrate and, um, yeah, be friendly. Yeah. How many sense. times have you used a sentence, "Yo, girl, what's your sign?" Zero. Okay, just checking this. Because you, you, you tell them yeah. what line I have <laughs> used. Now, I'll admit this is because what I would say is that you know, tell me your birthday first. The question. So, okay. Aman, tell me That's your birthday. Role play. Uh, March twenty fourth. 
So March 24th, and I would pause here yeah. to, to, to deliberate, but actually I already know the sign because I yeah. know who you are. Yeah. So I would pretend to deliberate and go, hmm, that, that's Aries, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, Aries. And I'll say, it's a fire sign. And you're like, okay. oh, okay, so this guy, BLE, he probably knows his stuff. Sounds like me, whatever. Yeah. And the next question I would pose is, you know, I bet you I can tell you five things about you, of which at least three or four are correct. Let's do it. You want to do it live? Oh, here we Let's go. Let's do it. Live. Okay. So Aries, and then this, you go into this the explanation. This is going to be the easiest right? game ever because yeah. he already knows <laughs> yeah, you. That's true. So Aries, Aries <laughs> is a fire sign. So they're very lively, very animated. So you'll find that in discussions, mm-hmm. Amon will be very lively and animated and has lots to say. Very um, happy generally too. Yeah, Using yeah. his very hands social. a lot when he talks. I exactly. Yeah, so you yeah. can't see this, I but I'm motioning towards yeah. the mic and all this. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Okay. Another thing is that Despite that, though, Amon may have a quick temper, but despite that fact, <laughs> it, it, he, he can get over these things quite quickly because generally Aries are very positive people. That's okay. true. Okay. The third thing is Aries in the traditional uh, world of astrology is actually <laughs> the first sign in the 12. So it symbolizes what? the head. That's right. It's first of the 12 oh, signs. No, okay. Because the Romans or the Greeks considered spring the beginning of the year, not January. Right. So oh, spring was the yeah. beginning of the like year. Okay. So you're, you represent the head. So you have a lot of thoughts and ideas and plans and you're very forward looking. Okay. And that's four. So the fifth thing is that because of this is the fact, you tend to be the leader in things. So if someone says, oh, well, I don't know really how to do this, you'll take charge and lead and show people what steps to take. Okay. And you take um, a liking to helping people kind of realize their dreams and actualize them in concrete, mm-hmm. like uh, feasible ways. Yeah. Okay. Solving their problems with their mm-hmm. employees. Mm. I mean, that's another way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Wow. That well, was exactly uh, a mon. Well, I don't know. What the, <laughs> that's great. Wow. I, quick to am anger. I quick tempered? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah don't, I did get sick of that game pretty quickly, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it like so it is. Another Aries trait. Now I'm over it. On this so, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then he gets over it by the next show. Yeah. Tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. Good to know. Not bad. I think, are we. Are we on time? We're like we almost at an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too easy to talk to BL. Um, so, BL, here's your chance to plug things. Uh, you're on another podcast on, under Unwind Media. Yeah. yeah, feedback. Yeah. Uh, you are you have, obviously, you're part of a band. Uh, just, just speak. Just word ramen. That's what I'm looking for right now. Okay. <laughs> One www.sonsofpluto.com you can check out our uh, latest and greatest over there just know that we are quite busy right now to prepare for our EP number two uh, come check out Quinn's open mic we are taking a little break January the 10th but we will resume January 17th sign ups 8.30 show starts at 9 usually it's a great time come on out and have a drink and let's have a chat pro bono project is launching soon so if I have any news there I'll let you guys know Sure, we'll post it. Uh, I think that's feedback. Good. Oh, feedback! There yeah, what, when's our next episode, Rob? The, the next episode that? comes out in the middle of this month, so around January sixteenth. Yeah. And do we remember what songs we did? We did like seven or eight yeah, we did day. a bunch of songs. We're preparing to put out. Don't say the, we. We we I'm all. <laughs> I mean, Damien and Biel performed them, but yeah. I, I was there and recorded them, and we all talked about it. All right. Uh, did a. Did, you redid a couple songs for the for the release of feedback uh, music album we're going to be putting out at the middle of November around that same time, and then we did. Uh, There's one by a guy who looked Swedish. He had an umlaut in his name, Bjorn maybe. B 
Bjork. All Bjorn. I don't know how you pronounce Electric it. Electric Love. Electric Love. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, we, so there's some Adele in there. There was some um, um, Shut Up and Dance is by Walk the Moon. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 There's mm-hmm. a bunch. We did a whole bunch of songs. So cool. all that to say, you know, these are three talented gentlemen now 80 six episodes deep in their podcast it, going into the uh, uh canadian onion territory mm. uh rob has a media growing media empire uh we just got followed by cbc we did, yeah. our uh unwind media twitter got followed by cbc Ooh. uh you know we're going the, me and the band we're going to the studio all that to say if there's something you want to do take baby steps towards it and who knows what will happen so absolutely wise words from beal yeah uh, Keegan, where can the listeners find us? Well, listeners can find us, as always, at uh, ottawattpodcast.com. Uh, there are satire news joke uh, articles there. There it is. Maybe jokes. Yeah, there's Maybe jokes. a joke like this. What do you call a know. Swedish frozen pizza? I don't know. I don't know. A Bajorno pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that might go up on it's, the website. We'll bad. see. Oh my God. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, you can uh, hate mail us at mail at ottawapodcast.com. <laughs> we, we've gotten a few. It's like, yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, nice. uh, and we're also we're looking to bring on some writers for our satire news. So if you uh, insist on insist that you are funny, then uh, you should join us. And, Absolutely. And write with us. Yeah. That's all who right. we all. Good stuff. What kind of personality we, <laughs> we yeah. have. That's, That's what we aim for, being yeah. being that ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob, we have a very special book to advertise we, on Audible. We do, yeah. So Audible.com is sponsoring this episode. They are an audiobook company uh, owned by Amazon. They have over 180,000 different audiobooks uh, that you can you can basically you buy you get a subscription every month that comes with one free book and the ability to go through their entire library uh, with discounts on on other books, but. This is a special month because our former guest and friend of the show, Chris Bailey, his book was released today in, in I think it was on iTunes just now out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like all over bookstores now. And yeah, specifically, chapters. it's on Audible as well today. So uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash what, you can just type in The Productivity Project or Chris Bailey. It'll come up no matter what. But you can get eight hours and 13 minutes worth of Ooh. Chris Bailey narrating his book and you know he was telling me it took way longer than that because of course it does. apparently the audible uh, the um audiobook people they're very strict yeah. yeah uh and you have to read your own even if it's your own book you have to read it almost word for word yeah, yeah. and so he kept trying to improvise things when he was in the booth and they <laughs> yeah. kept cutting him and, <laughs> and so you're saying it took a long long time yeah. but uh he has a i've uh my wife especially and i've heard other people really like his voice or there's something yeah, very yeah, yeah. Uh, soothing, capturing with his voice, as so. soothing yeah. as Bailey's. Yeah, ah, ah. yeah. yeah. hey Chris, yeah, you need a <laughs> HR manager or a promo guy. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> so please, please, please get that. Yeah, so. go to go to audibletrial.com/slash auto what, and, and you can get it for free for free. Free, oh, free yeah. thirty day membership, and you get this book for free. Yeah, not go bad. do it. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Coming up at some point, we'll probably have our, our friend and other member of the band, uh, Damien Brooms. Yeah, we've got to have uh, but, him back. Yeah, we'll have him back at some point. Yeah, in but, the works. Uh, for now, BL, close out the show just by saying Ottawa. Ottawa what? Yay!